0: Greetings, friends of the Apocalypse. This is Podcast Act Round Zero, your home for the Apocalypse. Hopefully, I caught all that. Uh, for episode 76, The Trigger Effect, I am the Apocalypse Nerd, and he is Adam Bomb Glancy. Uh, for those who are watching the live stream, sorry, a little bit late because I was having uh, computer issues as normal, especially because we were probably doing it at a recording at a different time than we normally record.
1: Yes, yeah, it's broad daylight outside.
0: I know. It's like if you could see, like, I got out. The studio studio is lit by natural light sunlight today, but um...
1: and you know to to, to keep in the theme of changing the normal time, I have changed my normal location to the downstairs of Pagan House with our cat mausoleum behind us, featuring all of our all of the ashes we've collected over the years from cats who passed away. It's pretty morbid here at Pagan House.
0: That's um. Yeah, you're one morose motherfucker. Let me yeah, tell you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh God! All right, so um, uh, so today we're going to talk about the trigger effect again. I'm going to keep away from a lot of pre-talk banter because again, now we have again uh, an outlet for that for off-topic, and there's going to be probably the next one's going to be another off-topic, or maybe the second one because I've got a bunch of stuff that's come up and a lot of stuff I want to share, so.
1: Oh yeah, there's been some. There's been a good run of uh, apocalypse themes, the movies, uh, low budget, small independent ones that have turned up recently.
0: A lot of them on Netflix, uh, you know. So there, there's a lot of stuff for us to talk about. So we're gonna, we're gonna do this soon, but uh, soon. But we're gonna try to keep to uh, what I said we wanted to do is to mainly talk about what we're gonna talk about. So, uh, so we're gonna talk about the trigger effect. Uh, and actually, there's a bunch of other movies lined up uh, that we're going to talk about besides the off-topic. Um, we need to do some other stuff, too. And well, again, we'll, it's like we need, like I told people, it's hard to do books because uh, I've read a lot of books, but a lot of it's like, I haven't read it in 35 years, and we got to reread it, and then maybe Scott doesn't happen. So movies are easy, so that's a little bit of the laziness in us, but... Um, We'll, we'll try to catch up on some different books to try to do some, you know, try to do some books. And um, uh, and we need to try to, we need to go back to the catalog to see if we've <clears throat> done all the broad topics that there are to do. Because we did a lot of broad topics, you know, yeah. like, you know, yeah. transportation and food. And, you know, I think we hit a lot of that stuff. So we'll have to see if there's something else we could kind of do with that. But today's going to be the trigger effect. the trigger The trigger effect is a film from 1996, starring Kyle MacLachlan. Now, as the Wikipedia says, is uh, the film follows the downward spiral of society during a widespread and lengthy power outage in, power outage in Southern California. The trigger effect explores the idea that a simple power outage, outage, I can't talk today, can potentially trigger a chain of lengthy, unfavorable events, implying that modern society cannot live peacefully together Without technology. So, uh, Scott asked me to ask why I picked I wanted to talk about the trigger effect. Because, in theory, this sounds like a great idea. Because, like, okay, we're going to see the breakdown in society, like, you know, why the apocalypse is happening. Uh, And I remember seeing it in 1996, and I've just watched it again recently. First time I've watched it since 1996. So, it's been 22 years. So, Upon watching the film, I kind of remembered that I didn't like it that, that much back in 1996. And that, <laughs> and that aspect has held up very well. Um,
1: <laughs> 22 years later has not put a new gloss on this this particular... Thing.
0: If anything, it's worse. Um, so... Uh, <sighs> It's not, you know, it like I said, it didn't uh, hold up. A...
1: You just did something with the screen. That, that...
0: Yeah, I wanted to balance myself out to kind of like how you have it with the lower third, um, mm-hmm. because uh, what happens is, you know, the lower thirds don't work anymore in uh, Chrome. So um,
1: yeah, I just tried that myself and fiddled around with the lower third and it didn't get me.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't, uh, you know, that because it's. Uh, Anyway, it's a uh, developer's third-party stuff. It doesn't work in Chrome anymore, so you have to use, like, IE. And IE doesn't work on my computer for whatever reason. So it's like, guess what? No more lower thirds. It doesn't work in Firefox. I tried. Um, So... I remember going into the movie in 1996. It's like, oh, the power goes out and society collapses. I'm like, oh.
1: Wasn't this an HBO made-for-HBO film? No.
0: No, this was in the theaters.
1: Oh, really? Okay. I had forgotten that completely.
0: It was in the theaters released released in the United States August of 1996 uh, with a budget of $8 million and box office returns of 3.6. Well,
1: that actually makes perfect sense. That holds up.
0: Yeah, it was not. Uh, it was. It didn't have good critical uh, reception. Um, criticized for being safe, predictable. You know, blah blah blah. You know, a sturdy. It, it didn't do well. So, I was going into it thinking, oh, this is going to be apocalyptic, and it wasn't. I remember being disappointed at that. But over the time, I thought, well, you know what? It's not really a post-apocalyptic film, but it. It's a again a study in social behavior and breakdown. Of you know, when things go wrong, and I thought, okay, that'll be cool, uh, kind of thing because that's what's going to happen when it all goes down. Uh, but again, watching it 22 years later, and I'm like, ah, they didn't pull it off as well as I kind of had hoped. So, yeah, there's um, there, but, before, but before, but before, you know what, sure. So, everybody who's listening, spoiler alert because we're yeah. gonna spoil this is a movie we're gonna spoil completely because it's 22 years old. Sorry, but we kind of we kind of have to talk about the stuff to kind of and it's
1: not that it's not that great There's not a lot in this film that I oh I we gotta keep that one close to the chest because when people see it They're gonna really love it when this happens No There's gonna, there's gonna be none of that
0: uh, You know what? I don't really think there is any of those moments.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there just isn't There just isn't
0: so so people are thinking guys why did you review this film well, again, I explained. I thought it, you know, was better than I remember. But you know what? Also, what we can't every every film we review can't be a fucking Maserati, okay? Yeah. It yeah. can't be. So we are suffering. So you don't have to watch this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so where you want to start breaking this down? Uh, you know, sort of plot wise, character wise. Uh, uh, Event? How, what happens? When and how?
0: Uh well, I guess. Uh, I guess character-wise, I mean, there's uh, uh, I guess. I guess there's three main characters. Uh, I guess, or, or the the little group is like you have Kyle McLaughlin, his wife. They have a, a, a-
1: played by Elizabeth Shue. I want to point out, and oh. it almost at the top of Elizabeth Shue's um, hotness, uh, I can remember. A friend of mine uh, rated Elizabeth Shue back in the day, 11 Clydesdales. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what are you, she's 11 Clydesdales? Like, yes, that's how many Clydesdales it would take uh, to pull me out from between her legs, I think was his comment. So there we go. We've got our first completely inappropriate comment that should never have been said out loud. Classic. Uh, yes. In his defense, it was the 90s. And uh, in my defense for using it today, I have no defense. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, rest, I rest. I rest. My case. I rest my case. I am completely guilty. Um, but yes, this is back when Elizabeth Shue was not. It's. It, I think it's before leaving Las Vegas, or, my, or right around. It's very close to that. Um, when she was really pulling in. I mean, she was. As, she was probably a bigger box office draw at the time than Colin McLaughlin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was He had done Twin Peaks. He had done uh, several David Lynch films. You know he was in blue velvet he was uh, dune. T- uh twin peaks um he also did um dune dune i oh, have yeah. oh, dune Duh. um dune but he again he wasn't a big uh box office draw got more popular or known from twin peaks uh then i think uh like how my wife remembers him it's like oh like when we started watching twin peaks oh Sex in the City. He's such and such. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I think he Sorry. got more. He got right. more. He got more popular with Sex in the City. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. And there's a number of other decent character actors. And I mean, Dilma, uh, Dermot Mulrooney, I think the the thing I remember him from back then was um, Young Guns. He was in the uh, the remake of the Billy the Kid story with the um, uh, with the uh, with uh, Sheen, Charlie Sheen and um, uh, Estevez, uh, you know, from that. Um, but like their next door neighbor, Bill, uh, who's the, played by uh, Bill Strumovich. That's a guy who's been, you know, sort of a, a, a classic character actor. Michael Rooker. Yep. Who has I- done some good post-apocalyptic shit, both in Jeremiah and in um, Walking Dead. Uh, he shows up in this. Michael Rooker is always good to see.
0: He's a he's a very strong working character actor. Just always yeah. working, you know. Yeah.
1: And uh, the other guy, I can't remember the actor's name. Um, and I was trying to look him up online. Was the guy uh, who played the pharmacist? The oh guy who yes. The pharmacist who would not give him the medication for the kid without, uh, you know, all well, our computers down and you know, um, oh William Lucking, that's the actor's name, William Lucking. Uh, this is a guy who has done, uh, you know, again, brilliant TV B-level work for a million years. He was all over. Uh, he was on the X Files a couple of times. He was on uh, Millennium uh, a couple of times. You know, uh, did a lot of good Fox work in the '90s. Uh, just another solid character actor. And and as far as that goes, the support cast is is fine. Nobody nobody turns in a shitty a really shit performance with the material they're handed.
0: Yeah. I mean, nothing was Oscar worthy by any means, but none, but nobody did a bad job.
1: Yeah. If there's any problem with this film, it is again, the the writers. Yeah. (laughs) It plays it way too safe. Don't you think?
0: Yes. Very, very, very safe. So we have the, the actors, uh, a lot of good actors. Uh, The main characters are Kyle McLaughlin, Elizabeth Shue, uh, his wife, um, his their friend uh, comes over as being the main character, and you have some neighbors. So the setup is everybody's a happy family, you know. Everybody's, um, and they really start setting these social stereotypes right mm-hmm. from the beginning. You know, like oh look, you know the minorities are talking in the movie; they don't belong here, and how dare they be rude or. Uh, or the minority characters are like, "Oh, look, the the white woman just cut in front of me." They they really kind of heavy hand the stereotypes of
1: people yeah, in this yeah. movie, yeah, and, and 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 kind of heavy hand the sort of uh, you're you know in the suburbs and you're only you're only happy on the surface that somehow there's this uh, you know brewing dissatisfaction you know where. Um, Uh, The husband's always worried that he's not manly enough or tough enough because he's not throwing down at the theater, you know Um, Should should I go back and say something, you know
0: (laughs) Well, well well after they've already left unlike I'll interject my own personal story I don't think I've ever I don't know if I've ever told you that story high school Um, I was probably a senior um we we go to the movies, it's pretty crowded.
1: Any idea uh, which film? Any idea which film?
0: Could tell you. Okay. Um uh, we're talking it's probably like 86 87. Okay. It could have been anything. So uh, we're going down the theater me and a bunch of my uh, several of my friends and for some reason I don't remember the circumstance but for some reason some guy mouths off at my group or something because like we're looking for seats or so or I can't remember what it was causing some kind of distraction like the movies get ready to start and the guy starts talking you know starts mouthing off trying to be tough because he's with you know some girl at the theater he's trying to talk tough you know and I kind of stop, like because my friends were in front of me and I kind of stop, and I'm like kind of like towards the last of the row and I kind of look over at the guy and I go you know what pain is a terrible price to pay to impress your girlfriend
1: and uh, how much more impressing of his girlfriend was there after that? Zero. Yeah, well.
0: Now, mind you, again, you know, this is me this is be at my peak. You know, um, <laughs> you know, probably mid wrestling wrestling season, down to my fighting weight. You know, looking looking good. You know, so looking good and tough, not like the mess I've let myself become as I got older. So. Um,
1: and yeah, put, but the, the idea that, that that everyone's sort of dissatisfied with their life and, uh, you know, that Kyle McLaughlin and Shu have a new baby and he's all being a, 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 a sort of a resentful, passive-aggressive wiener over the fact that she's paying all of her attention to the baby and none to him. You know, it's just it, this kind of... The, the setup is like, oh, uh, everyone's unhappy. And I'm looking at their huge freaking house in Los Angeles. and
0: Oh, yeah, because he makes a lot of money, and, you know, he's that, he's that stereotype. And, you know, they got the neighbors that they're just casually friendly with. Oh, you coming over for football? Yeah, I'll see you then. Oh, I won't forget. So everybody's all nice and chummy on the surface, you know, everything. Yeah. But there's a seething, boiling you know, rage ready to come out of everybody once anything happens. Okay, they yeah. were they were triggered, hence the trigger effect.
1: But um, <laughs> a term used before it became what it is today.
0: Yes, see, they were way way ahead of their time. So <laughs> now the premise is the this. So this is the characters, and this is what they set us up with. You know, it's like everybody's like kind of nice on the surface, but they're not. Everybody's got problems. Everybody's like. Like, you know, poke, you know, again, very kind of cheesy, you know, you know, if you got to say so very, um, it's very mundane the way everything is like so stereotyped, you know, with, uh, with that. And then the event happens all of a sudden, Friday, uh, was it Friday night, Friday night in the middle of the night? Was it Friday night in the middle of the night?
1: It was certainly in the middle of the night, which I liked, you know, this idea that it, 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 it you wake up to it, you know? you you don't even get that moment of hey why doesn't the tv work you know uh, your your alarm doesn't go off you sleep late you know
0: pa- power goes out everywhere apparently like they're like oh is is, is bob uh, have power no um, and so the power goes out the phone lines aren't working um, they get in there you know cuz okay well the, the thing is they had to leave the house was okay the power goes out their baby's sick okay, and they need to get a script. So the doctor, you know, everything's, the phones aren't working. The computer, the pa- everything's out, like, in a huge, apparently a huge area. So they can't get the script. So the guy leaves to try to go. Uh, yeah, the,
1: car uh, start, the car starts in the morning. Yeah. But the radio, the radio is full of snow. It's just just a hiss.
0: Everything's gone. Phones aren't working. Radio's out. But you can't, and, okay, did you notice one thing throughout the movie? You kept on hearing helicopters. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. constantly helicopters overhead.
1: Yeah. Now, like, that's a lot. That's a, here's the thing that I'm not 100% sure about. I've always been told that's an LA sound. You know what I mean? That, that, that living in LA, uh, the cop copters overhead is just a constant sound, like you're in Vietnam again or something. Uh, but they definitely dialed it up because it's not just over, you know, um, uh, you know, Compton, it's over all the city. You know, it's the, the there's a constant uh, uh, force in the air, you know, sort of looking down and spying on and, and observing whatever's happening in the city. Yeah, there's there's a constant sort of presence of authority that you can sort of get in the background. Although there weren't that many cops on the ground, you know what I mean? I didn't yeah. see cops on the ground and on the street corners but to control the situation but boy you could hear the copters overhead
0: you hear the copters uh these go into the pharmacy the power goes out and the thing is okay here's the thing with this okay they're trying to demonstrate uh, a kind of a, a collapse of well if you're seeing all these collapses of nicety like all this you know people are getting ruder to each other like i mean immediately okay It hasn't even been like six hours. Yeah. You know. It's like all it's like it's kind of like it's been out like the way everybody's acting, I figure, okay, we're probably what our third, fourth day, maybe? No. It is like on from the second it happened. You know, now I get I guess part of it too is I guess because phones aren't working, radios aren't working. So nobody has any communication. And not to mention
1: Air conditioning, and they make a point that That's hot sweltering.
0: So it's hot, and remember, folks, this is 1996. So there is internet, but it's not internet. It's dial-up, probably using AOL. It is not the all-connected world-wide connected communication Did system. Did you see a
1: connected. cell phone in the movie? Zero. Oh. I didn't remember seeing a cell phone. I saw only landlines. Usually.
0: Yeah, only cell phone, no cell phones because again, it's '96. You know, uh, their cell phones exist, of course, but things didn't start to things. With cell phones didn't start to become a little more commonplace until probably early two thousands. It didn't no, start, to, but anyway,
1: no satellite radio in the cars.
0: No satellite radio. Got one of the guys had a beeper. He's like, "Oh, I'm off today because there's no phones." So. I mean I guess you could say that caused people to maybe panic more because there's no radio there's no uh no 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 communication uh, you know but you know what I'm sure there's got to be people around with short waves you know maybe have a battery backup generator or they have um they have, I think even they had back then they had short waves uh that were handheld um uh radios back then too so somebody or the police station somebody had to know something somewhere because they made it seem like this is very widespread, but they didn't tell you how widespread it was and how there was no communication apparently nobody knew nobody knew anything. you know it seemed a little too again, it's not the modern era uh so things could get cut off pretty easily uh, a lot more easily than it is now and isolated, but it was a that's a large swath that's cut off that has no clue what's going on,
1: mm-hmm. yep.
0: And, you know, again, people start getting rude really quick. You know, like, the, like he goes to the pharmacist to get medicine for his baby. Script's not in. The guy's been there multiple times to fill the script. The guy's like, I don't know you. I don't like you. And he starts, like, it's been a couple of hours. And all of a sudden the pharmacist wants to throw down with you because he doesn't like you because you're new to the area. It's like, I mean, yeah. it degraded a little fast, you know,
1: for me. You know what I mean? Yeah the the idea that um, uh, there's clearly a huge problem here with this blackout. And you're right, the blackout's only maybe eight hours old at this point. Uh, you know, and the uh, the the pharmacist is like, you know, nope, uh, you'll have to wait till the computers back up unless you have paper. Bye. And it's like, you know, and and no, they won't accept your credit card, and you know, they won't even do a paper receipt. <laughs> with a credit card. They won't take an imprint. Um, and back in 1996, people were still doing that. Shit.
0: Oh, yeah. There, there's plenty of the kachingers, you know, plenty of those around, you know. But, you
1: know, it, it's uh, uh, it, it was like, you know, the moment somebody has the opportunity to be a Martinette and exercise their petty power over somebody else, they do. They immediately do. And it reminds me a little bit of your complaint. It's like, how, how long did it take these guys to default to cannibalism? You know, post they seem to have gone for cannibalism on day one. Well, apparently at the Triviger effect. They they decided to go for I'm going to throw down on you four hours into the blackout or whatever. And it just it just seemed a little fast.
0: Oh yeah, because again, it's it's probably like you said, it's been maybe eight to ten hours, and when he's leaving the pharmacy without his medicine, or you could already see people are boarding up their shops like a hurricane was coming. It's it, has, it's been, it hasn't even been
1: a half a day yet. Well, remember, it's 96. And how long, uh, how long from the L.A. riots after the Rodney King verdict it was? You know, uh, L.A. Uh, was absolutely terrified of social disorder in that time period. Yeah, yeah. I think you might be right there. You know, so when I saw those, the, the boards going up, the first thing I thought of was, you know, was those riots
0: yeah i didn't think about that but still it was pretty damn quick it hadn't even been a day you know Mm -hmm. i mean it it was really fast yeah so again things are going things are spiraling fast i mean really like because this was saturday by sunday you know they're like we're leaving town you know and a lot of things occur before that
1: i think that it's literally that fast i mean
0: um middle of the night friday night the power goes out Saturday. Saturday night,
1: the, does, is Saturday night when the guy who was one of the contractors working on their house comes back to steal shit.
0: Yep. And before yeah. that, they'd already went out. Okay. Well, I guess let's backtrack a little bit for folks. So, yeah. their their buddy comes, and they decide to go out. And again, it's been like so. He he winds up trying to go to the hospital. Hospital's in chaos. Like in chaos. It's like. Apparently, it's like, well, they they did preface it with a couple of the other uh, hospitals uh, had their generators down. So they couldn't, uh, so they were overfluxed. But it seemed like basically like, you know, like the day after, like, you know, they'd been nuked (laughs) and all the casualties were coming in or something. Um, He couldn't get medicine. So he went back to the pharmacy and uh, he stole the medicine because already he, he came from, he was from a I'm trying to be a good husband and I don't, you know, I don't want to be the, you know, the bad person to he's stealing medicine because it affected him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where, where it's, um, and, and here's the thing. He seemed more, uh, you know, uh, uh, motivated to steal the medicine, not because his baby's sick and I'm going to protect my baby, but because, uh, the baby's sick. And if I come back to the house again, without the medicine, Elizabeth's shoe is going to chew me a new asshole, you know, for why didn't you get it? Why didn't you make this happen? You know, uh, he goes out into the world, faces this, this, this sort of crazy pants world, comes back and says, I couldn't get the medicine. And her response is a little bit like, aren't you a man? And I'm like, um, I'm going to go handle
0: it. Cause you don't wear the pants of the family.
1: Yeah. He, she immediately just kind of goes with like, if you were a real man who loved his child, you to come back with medicine. And so he goes out and commits a crime. You know, that's his, his response to that. Less, you know?
0: less than 24 hours after a blackout.
1: Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, who my knows? Pa- that?
0: My, my power went out uh, last year. Well, no, uh, the fall of 2000, uh, 2017 when the hurricane went, came through our area mm-hmm. uh, or on the West Coast. Um, my power was down for my in my area was down for 19 hours. Okay, some other areas uh, around me, you know, uh, you know, half hour away were down for like a week or something like that. You know, nobody was trying to break into my house and kill me and steal my stuff. You know, just from you know because the power went out. You know, you know, because we didn't think well. You know. Because well cell phone, you know, cell towers still didn't work. Well, I think they might have worked because they were on backup generators, but again, different world. But you know, people didn't lose their shit all of a sudden just from you know being out of power for a few days, you know. Yeah,
1: well, you know, when my power went out for like 40 hours after a really it was it was 40 hours after a which is quite a long time for your power to be out, um, in an urban area. Um, the one reason it didn't, you know, nobody panicked was uh, we still had access to the outside world. We knew where the power was out and where it wasn't out. Yes, my phone's going to run out of power, uh, uh, you know, relatively soon here as I'm checking the internet on my phone. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, I won't be able to recharge unless I go plug it into the car or whatever. But, you know, I can see a map put up by my power company uh, telling me where the power I was out and where it wasn't. And literally it was like the end of my block had power. You know, on the other side of the street, there was power and there wasn't any power where I was. And so I was like, well, I can see what's going on in hell. I can even see the schedule of repair. Nobody panicked. If I was literally in a situation where none of my devices worked, I had no access to outside information. I think I'd have been batshit crazy at 40 hours. Yeah. Uh, I think at 40 hours, I would have really started to, to worry. But, um, not at six or eight, or whatever it was that you know was going on in that movie.
0: yeah, like like I said, the timetables were very moved up. It wasn't like, like I said, it had been like two, three, four days. It's like, okay, this all right, there's something all right. This, it was less it was like less than twenty four hours, maybe twelve. And people are already like they were stealing medicine. They went to the uh, they went to the pond. They went to the gun store. Oh, uh, that's right. to, to buy a shotgun. Twelve that's hours. Right. Twelve hours into this, they're out buying shotguns. You know, and, there, and there's lines was... out the door at the gun
1: shop. And that was a good performance by um, Richard Schiff, uh, who you know everyone remembers from uh, fucking uh, the, the the West Wing, being one of the one of the uh, script writers or the the communications director for the White House and the West Wing. That was Richard Schiff, and his performance as the as the gun store owner, I quite liked. Oh yeah, I I really liked that. Um, uh, but and not the least of which, because he sold him the right weapon for the for the for the if you're panicking about the blackout, here's the right weapon. Also the, the idea that we're we're twelve hours in and the gun prices have already quadrupled. Which oh yeah, you know, yeah, he's giving away his Rolex watch. Uh, for here's the a, shot. Yeah. Here,
0: here's a six hundred dollar watch. I'll give you three hundred in credit. I'll give you the shotgun and a box of shells. I thought you said out of shells. Okay, I won't give you any shells. You know,
1: yeah. But he gave him the right weapon: twelve gauge pump, super simple scatter pattern for people who don't who've never really fired a gun before. Um, I'll g- <laughs> give him credit for that. That's the weapon I would have sold him.
0: Oh yeah, basic home defense weapon. You know, so it um. But again, they were still continuing stereotypes. that like he was, you know, his friend who you know is now beneath him because he's a six-figure uh, company man. His friend's just a contractor. He's like, will you negotiate with him?" Because you know, it's like because then his friend starts to be like, "What?" Because I deal with these kind of low-class people. No, I'm not saying that, but yes, you know, but and yes, you know, I'm
1: kind of saying that.
0: Just really perpetuating these really, you know, two-dimensional stereotypes of characters and um how everybody's just like you know like the the real people are coming out that's what it really this is about like how Mm -hmm. how are people going to come to the really how they base instincts and how they feel you know Mm -hmm. is really what this movie is about and the people's interaction you know and it but it happens so i guess i mean you got to condense into an hour and a half but it was like jesus i mean it's the next more it's the next evening and and everything's gone berserk already you know
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not even, it's not even sundown on the first day. And, um, you know, it's, it's already, we're already tooling up. Yeah. And we have our first, you know, home invasion uh, by uh, somebody who already had access to the house, which I thought was a nice touch that the guy who comes to burgle the house. Well, they, and, they,
0: and they set that up earlier in the movie, you know, how things were disappearing already.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in in one aspect, that means the fucking blackout didn't change anything. Right. This guy who comes to burgle the house when the power is off, he was already lifting shit from the house, from the job site. So the blackout doesn't actually change anything in that respect, I suppose. Well, it, it, it made it easier for him. Yeah. But it certainly changed their reaction to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause he doesn't walk away from that scenario. They end up, uh, he ends up dead as a hammer uh, through, you know not, not,
0: But not by their
1: hands. Oh no, they finished him off. Remember?
0: Oh yeah, his buddy finished him off. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he gets shot by a neighbor when they go to check on him. Hey, I think you might have killed this guy. The guy attacks him, and they end up what stabbing him. Yeah, he just, had, he
0: just had a he just had a kitchen big old kitchen knife. Yeah,
1: and ends up stabbing him to death in 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 the uh, in the street. Um. But yeah, um, it um, uh, there and the, 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 as part of that whole thing, uh, that is to say, um, uh, somebody's breaking into the house. They go and you know pick up the baseball bat and the shotgun, and uh,
0: well, no, 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 they don't pick up the shotgun because the shotgun isn't where it's supposed to be. Oh, that's, be-
1: right. Oh, because, that's right. because
0: somebody's drunk. His drunk wife who doesn't like guns. Threw it in the pool with the shells. With the shell, the whole nine yards.
1: Now I got to tell you, this annoyed me deeply uh, on a number of levels. Um, uh, there's this thing that they do to Elizabeth Shue in this, where her job is just to be terrible to Paul yeah. McLaughlin. I mean, her first of all, she you know belittles his manhood for not you know coming back with the medicine constantly. And, yeah, and well, she, and constantly does that, and then she get the, and then. Uh she does this weird thing where she's being way too fl- flirty with uh uh Dermot Mulrooney uh in the for this situation. Okay. Um and you know uh that's terrible as well because that just you know amps up the 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 tension in the house, you know. Uh, that just dials it up to 11. And then her brilliant contribution to their safety is to throw the gun in the pool uh, uh, with the shells. And I'm just like, oh my God. Uh, how many more bad decisions can we, you know, uh, pile on top of Elizabeth's shoe? So I, you know, her job was just a. You know, constantly add more stress and constantly add uh, m- more malfunctions and problems to the situation, and I think that was just a function of bad writing. I mean, you know. oh yeah, yeah, it's just, and it was just like
0: because they went through all this effort to get this thing, and then she throws it in the pool, and then they need it, and it, it's like, look, see, you really did need it. Like they just, they're just like, they were very heavy-handed with the messages they were trying to convey with this with this with this film so but then again it shows you know like okay the neighbor had a gun and shot the guy and then now all of a sudden kyle doesn't like him because you know the you know the guy planted a gun on the guy to to cover them up because it's funny like you don't see a police presence anywhere anywhere but there's one there's one shot fired and all of a sudden the cops are there
1: yeah uh, how my first question was how? How did anyone call it in? You know, um, uh, it, it, is it just that this is a super rich, well-to-do neighborhood, so the cops have some sort of patrol there and they hear it, you know, and came to the to the to the sign? They were they was? were literally there within a couple of minutes. Well, yeah, it's still dark. I, I'm thinking, you know, if there's it's, no, the of, it's the middle of the night too. If there's no phone communication and they shoot somebody. I kind of expected that poor bastard to be dead in the middle of the street until the, the next morning. morning. You know? <laughs> Which would have been in some ways would have been grislier to me. That but, like, we've but, killed a guy in the neighborhood. Now what do we do? Well
0: Yeah, I, I thought I didn't remember, I was like, oh, they're gonna have to deal with this. They're gonna have to get rid of the body or something. No. The cops come within a couple of minutes, and then the ambulance comes to pull the body away. It's like so, all right, so you guys apparently could communicate somehow, probably with your shortwaves. So, you're trying to tell me you could contact somebody who's further out with a shortwave who contacted somebody? Because there's got to be some other area that had power to know what's going on. Again, that's what fell flat for me. That the, even though it's a different area, a different um, era of communication, but if their radios are working, you know, those short, you know, they could, you know, in some police station, they have uh, broad uh, spectrum radios uh, to some extent. You because know, they have to broadcast out to, you know, somebody's got to be able to communicate to maybe the next town over, and then maybe that town hurt the next town. It's it's kind of down the line.
1: When I asked the cops that night, you know, what's going on, the cops were like, Mool. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, uh, uh They're... I could imagine if they had said something like, "Hey, you know, all that emergency response equipment that we created during the uh, Cold War, uh, we kind of let it all fall into ruin after the Soviet Union collapsed in '91, and so here we are, six years later, pre-9/11, and we're totally unprepared, right? We've we've completely dropped the ball on being prepared for a natural disaster because we, you know, we started spending the money on dot coms instead of, you know." Uh, the kind of stuff we spent it on the cold war. If that had been sort of a plot point or sort of had come up that, you know, sure. I would
0: have been okay with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I would have been fine with that, but this idea that, um, you know, uh, even the cops don't know what's going on. I would, you know, a situation like that, I want the police truck with the big loudspeaker on top coming through the neighborhood. Everything everything. is fine. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, but I guess we don't do that anymore since the, you know, since the Cold War, but, or, yeah, but have, have that kind of communication where you'd get the bullet points from the government, which is, you know, the, that, I don't know, the blackout affects everything west of the Mississippi, you know, the, uh, you know, FEMA is on the case, you know, fear not American citizens, uh, but there's nothing, there's just total silence. Uh, and that just didn't seem the the silence that lets people stew in their own juices
0: it was a little unbelievable you know especially since you know why didn't they go to the nuclear power plant which they show later in the movie which wasn't that far apparently but why don't you drive up to the gates because this is pre-9-11 so you could get close to them and be like are the is the plan out what's going on what do you know because they got to have some kind of communication system
1: you would hope that the nuclear power plant hooked into the department of energy and you know, various other security organs because holy shit, it's a nuclear power plant. They might have more. Yeah, even pre
0: nine eleven, you think that they'd have at least some level. You know, yeah. uh, so
1: and there's and there's no and, and there was no troops on the streets. Do you remember? Um, did we do the thing? Oh, uh, well, it was
0: uh, only a day, dude. Of course, there's no troops on the streets yet. You know, you're right.
1: You're right. Um, how? Well, then again, did we watch? Uh, did we talk about how it ends? How it all ends? yet on this show
0: how it ends How it uh,
1: ends is the one with um uh, what's his name who played uh, the last king of scotland uh, the, uh, For, uh, forrest whitaker yeah forrest whitaker the ghost dog yeah um did we talk about that one yet
0: no that's that's on our that's on my watch list so well, uh,
1: you know when even when things were when it's all going down i noticed that in you know there's a part where they're trying to move around the country and they run into roadblocks where there's people trying to control the movement of, there's official groups, uh, the army, what are trying to control the movement of people, you know, around the country. And that made sense in an attempt to sort of control the, control the chaos and keep the roads from being clogged. And I was like, no, don't, you can't go through here. This area is closed or whatever, you know, um, I, I sort of expected to see that, but there was none of that. There was like... Well, they, they, well there, wasn't
0: a, there wasn't a lot of time to, again, it hadn't been that long. They were on the road Sunday, Sunday. They were on the It happened Friday in the middle of the night, you know, after the shooting, uh, which now makes him look bad at his neighbor, like, oh, my God, you killed that guy to help to help me and then planted a gun. And he's like, are we good anymore? No. So, it's, again, it goes back to the theme of, like, you really don't know how people are until you're in a crisis and who the real person is, you know. Mm-hmm. Because there's all kinds of infighting starts, not infighting, but all kinds of mistrust starts in the neighborhood. Like, well, you have, why don't you put your car there to block the road? Well, I don't want to put my car there. What about your generator? Hey, I got a family too. Everybody starts turning on each other. And then the movie starts to turn into an episode of The Twilight Zone, The Monster on Maple Street, which is the first thing I thought of when I
1: – Yeah, absolutely, right on the nose. It, 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 the, when the monsters are coming to Maple Street.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't think that back in 1996, but when I rewatched them, I was like, yeah, The Monsters in Maple Street. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, you know, power's out. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody nobody trusts each other. Everybody's turning on each other already. You know, like, oh, I mean, like, again, that was Sunday night when that shooting happened. The middle of the night. So it's been like 24 hours uh, by that time. So they pack up. And fucking leave. They're gonna. We're going to Colorado to your parents. Though. Like, they're,
1: they're, what I love is they're gonna leave the relative safety of their house. Although at this point, they're like, the house isn't safe. Somebody broke in, and I'm like, dude, it was somebody who already had access to the house. It's not like you know the hordes of you know zombies are pouring out of the inner city to loot uh, all of the rich neighborhoods. know, that's not what's happening here. It's just one dude. You know. Who was already in your house has broken back into your house. Yeah, you know, it was it. I, I, their their panic to flee their neighborhood seemed premature. Yeah, if not contrived. Um, yeah, they're they're not out of food. Uh, they're not out of water. Um, you know, nothing like that is going on. Uh, and there's a cat because it's the internet, of course. It's yeah. a cat.
0: Excuse of course, me. there's a cat. But, there's, um, there's, cat cats were created by the internet, didn't you? Know I, I'm people?
1: pretty sure that's exactly right. They they may run the internet at this point, um, but uh, yeah, their decision after this one incident to flee the neighborhood, uh, take off, seems weirdly premature, and as if Colorado is going to be any better. They have no idea, you know. Um, uh, there are not houses burning in their in their neighborhood they can't see columns of smoke rising over the city of Los Angeles
0: no nope. it's uh so so they pa- so you know so it's contrived and premature they pack up hit the road you know they're like we have so much we have only this is the amount of miles this is the miles per gallon this is so much gas we have in my car this is how much uh we could carry we're going to need to get more gas along the way so they set themselves up for conflict later by going oh we're gonna have to stop and get seven gallons of gas he specifically says seven gallons of gas yeah um so then they hit the road and then of course it leads for more more of these contrived um uh situations where they stop at the gas station on the long road and you know they get some warm soda to drink and you know then um then the guy, the guy from the movie theater who was talking, who was causing a problem is there and he's out of place because, you know, he's African-American and, the, and they're basically, you know, uh, in, you know, redneck country uh, where they're at, you know, so he's
1: getting the stink eye now from, oh he, yeah, they were
0: purposely showing him getting stink eye and, you know, he right. was nervous and, you know, well, except for the, you know, the guy, the guys who own the place were like, here you go. Sorry. I couldn't do any better for you. You know, this is all Yeah, yeah.
1: it was interesting that the, uh, The owners are cool, but everybody else in the place is all like, meh. And then then Michael Rooker comes over and is weird and vaguely threatening. But I tell you what, um, to jump ahead a little bit, Michael Rooker who, you know, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer was under his belt by this point. And that's probably what people most knew him from. So if Michael Rooker's involved, his job is to be weird and off-putting with an undertone of violence. And so he shows up in this movie, and his job is to be weird and off-putting with an undertone of violence. And ultimately, though, when shit goes down, I did not get the impression that this guy—that he's Henry Portman of a serial killer. He's just another scared, desperate person.
0: Yeah, just like just like they were, which is kind of the point they were trying to make. Because you know, to fast-forward it a little bit, you know, because we're towards the end of the movie now. Um, You know, so. Michael, you know, he's looking for, he's asking for gas. And of course he asks the African-American guy and that creates a problem. And, you know, and then um, Kyle McLaughlin and his family leave and, you know, they're on the road and somebody's giving away free ice cream on the side of the road. Cause I guess the ice cream's melting. Um, so he gets free ice cream and all the cars are passing. And then of course they set up yet another convenient scenario where this BMW drives by and- pulls up this old little uh, country farmhouse you know and of course Colin McLaughlin's friends like you know it's like obviously that you know they drove here from the city and they killed whoever's there and took their house you know because because you know less than 48 hours later apparently everybody is a sociopath you know
1: yeah and that's it that's their presumption too they see a, a beamer at a farm and think farmers don't have beamers This must be, you know, this must be people from the city who've come out and are squatting on the good land now. And, you know, with no, there's nothing to suggest that. And uh, the reason they run into Michael Rooker again is because they see a car on the side of the road and decide to, what, siphon gas out of it?
0: Yep. They were going to siphon the gas. The car is on the side of the road with the hood up. Um, They're going to stop to get some gas. Yeah. They're going to take his gas, but he's sleeping in the car. And again, they're still perpetuating this thing that he's this bad guy. You know, they're making it seem like he's the bad guy in this situation. You know, mm-hmm. and then, uh, well, again, we're already spoiling the movie, so they get into a conflict because they he just wants a ride, and they see he has a gun, so they think they're gonna do he's gonna do something, so they get their gun, and then he want they want to point the gun at him, and he winds up shooting one of them, and he flips out on him, tells him to get out. He's like, you know, basically he's like, listen. You pointed the gun at me. You have a baby in this car. What is wrong with you? I really I just wanted a ride. So yeah. now but now I'm gonna take all your stuff though. You
1: know. <laughs> he kicks them out on the side of the road. Uh, Dilma, uh Dermot Mulrooney's got a, 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 a gut shot wound. He's not looking great. Yep. Nope. And off Michael Rooker goes with their car, having compounded, you know, um, what do you call it? Assault with a deadly weapon uh with Grand Theft Auto,
0: you know. Yeah, because apparently, apparently, again, everything is still in place. Yeah, emergency services are still coming because they just know to come. Police know to come
1: because yeah. – um, I, I will admit there is a point where, um, you know, they resolved the shooting by going and getting a car and the, and, and taking that car uh, to the hospital and bringing an ambulance, I guess is how they, they finally resolved that. Yeah. Um, but that there was an ambulance available which <laughs> just sort of amazes me.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, he goes back to the farmhouse and it winds up being uh the guy who was in the in the in the in the diner, you know, with in the theater, his, in the theater, with his daughter, and you know, he's like, I know somebody lives here, you know. And that's like, what are you doing? They tried to make us think that look, see, you look, the, you know, uh the bad minority came from the city and uh killed the people in the farmhouse and took their stuff, you know, but he's like, he's like, no, these are friends. I know who owns this house, you know, kind of, you know, and they, they, again, they're trying to perpetuate these stereotypes a lot. And,
1: you know, he comes back. Perpetuate the idea that, um, uh, because he, because, uh, they were in the theater two days ago. And when told to be quiet, you know, uh, their reaction was, fuck Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. You can't tell me what to say. Um, that somehow, uh, you know, uh, because of that interaction, they're going to think that this guy, they're, they're, you know, our suburban white people will naturally think that he must be a thug. If he has a BMW, it can't be from a six-figure salary. It must be from, uh, he must be working the corners or something, you know. Uh, they're, they're,
0: he stole it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but where, where is Michael Rourke's car... Had the VIN numbers taken off it because he probably stole it from somebody you know
1: yeah 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 exactly he's actually scribbled off he's probably a car thief we got that for sure but um he's you know even so when the violent confrontation happens he pulls that gun because he sees them about what it looks like they're about to shoot him yeah you know yeah, he, he, he didn't have his gun out beforehand yeah in fact he had it tucked away like, not flashing it at all, hoping that they wouldn't see it, you know. Yeah, because you see the gun, you panic. But yeah, they, it, it, it uh, the violent situations of the film are almost self created. There's no solid bad guys. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy on, uh, there's one character played by, I want to say Jack, not Jack Warden, um, but, uh, The one actor on the monsters are coming to Maple Street. Who's like the primary shit disturber, right? There's one guy who's just, just can't stop talking shit and turning neighbors against each other and being the primary shit disturber. There's no primary shit disturber.
0: No, 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 nobody's really that bad. I mean, yeah. When they, when they have the uh, meeting and they're like, well, you have a generator, but why can't we use your car for this? You have a little bit of that back and forth, but nothing overwhelming, you know?
1: There's no, there's yeah, there's no committed assholes, uh, or or you know committed, uh, you know sort of violent uh, thug types. You know nobody shows up. These violent thugs that they are absolutely terrified are everywhere, are conspicuously so, absent.
0: They don't exist. They yeah. are they are their own worst enemies. Is what they're trying to you know.
1: Yeah, like, they are like, the violent thugs. They engage in uh, looting and shoplifting and uh, threatening Shoot. people with guns, yeah, you know, and breaking into houses they don't belong in, you know. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that was a lot of the point, too, that, you know, these hordes of looters from the inner city don't materialize. Instead, the people who are worried about those things become – they become the marauders. They become the the, the problem themselves.
0: Oh, yeah, because they show sure that people only – really have a thin veil of civility, um, about them. And then once things go awry, that the, you know, the, the you know, the, the mask comes off and everybody is just a bad guy and it breaks down, you know, as this,
1: as a nineties film, they play it really safe. The things that people do and the things that go wrong, despite the fact they end up with people shot and killed in this film, um, are pretty low level and low key. It does not become the purge no. at any point, and I think that if somebody was to present this film, you know, as a remake or whatever, they'd dial it up to to thirteen or fourteen. Well, they'd have
0: to because again, the movie the movie was done very safe. You yeah. know,
1: if you did it again, they would have to. They'd be having people going again. Straight to the cannibalism day one, you know, oh, yeah you know, they'd, you know, their, their neighbor across the street would already have banners in his front yard made of human skin uh, you know, Before the Sun goes down on the first day of the black It's
0: like dude, the, the you know, we just lost power two hours ago. Well, yeah, you, you can't
1: be too sure. Yeah you know? Got a plan ahead. That's why I packed my wife in salt for the winter season, you know,
0: yeah She'll be delicious. Yeah,
1: um and those Pilates are finally going to pay off. <laughs> oh, All that lean muscle. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's a really safe film. It's a really, you know, sort of quiet film. Um, there's, not any, there's not any huge moments. Uh, and as a result, there's this kind of this thing where, you know, you're sort of an – it's almost annoying how low-key it is. Say hello, Ash. No, you're Wednesday. Say hello, Wednesday. Uh, Say goodbye, Wednesday.
0: But it's Monday. But um, uh,
1: yeah sorry two, two black cats can hardly tell them apart I have to tell them apart based on their collars um, Ash and Wednesday because we're so inventive here at Pagan Publishing
0: you are very clever
1: thank you um, but yeah the, the film is really low key uh, the film is uh, uh, almost uh, studiously undramatic and that's a huge problem Oh, um, they,
0: they, they toted that it was a thriller. They toted that it was it – fe- it fell very short on all those. Like, the concept, the high-level concept is pretty solid. You know, the concept mm-hmm. of what it is, but their execution was poor. Yeah. Very poor, you know. Yeah.
1: Now, which is – and to me, in some ways, I'm rather disappointed on a number of levels because it's an $8 million film. And that wasn't a lot of money in 1996. Not a lot of money now for making a movie. I well, mean, that, even, it, was, it
0: was more in 96. So that was, true. that was, you know, that could have, that's probably equivalent. I don't know what it, but for inflation, that's probably like a 15 to 20 now, you know, or
1: something Okay, like that, yeah, Most of that probably went to our, our trippage of stars at the front, you know, cause they were still at the top of their game. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh. Uh, so it was a mid-budget thing, and it just doesn't feel like they. I mean, I just watched. Uh, there's a couple of low-budget, small. Uh, uh, what we leave behind, uh, or oh, sorry, what what things what, what things remain? I think is on um, uh, Netflix right now. Clearly made for hundreds of thousands of dollars, and a much superior post-apocalyptic film. We'll be talking about that soon. Um, uh, they spent their money in a far more uh, conscientious way, uh, and not the least of which on a script that really brought conflict and uh, tension to the screen. Um, it, 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 it's like this film, instead of having conflict and tension you know, driving these characters, uh, a lot of it felt like they're wigging out over super petty annoyances um particularly the first day you know the way that everyone loses their civility uh over next to nothing in my humble opinion um you know granted once they're out on the road and they're out of gas and they've got a baby in the car and they've got to get to colorado then people get they start really making (laughs) bad decisions and you know uh uh uh, ugly decisions, but uh, you know, I just, uh, I just, this film did not deliver. I don't know much more we can say about it than that. It just doesn't deliver uh, what we what we hope for.
0: No, and like I said, it, it fell short on a lot. Of, like, like I said, they were very, uh, very two dimensional. Uh, a lot of the characters and the scenarios are very, arc, uh, you know, they're like archetypes. You know, they're very standardized. Um, again, that thin veil of civility, you know, they're trying
1: to, shallow, I think is the best way to describe yeah, it.
0: Yeah, shallow that the characters are very shallow, that the little things all of a sudden, like I'm going to be buying guns and stealing. It, it doesn't work very well. You know, again, I mean, I guess, again, they had a, it, it and the way it ended was, uh, they're taken to the hospital and this is late Sunday night, 20, 48 hours after the power goes out. And then it picks up where the power is back on. Everything's normal. And they don't tell us how long it was afterwards. Yeah. And then. You know, and they're
1: driving back into their neighborhood.
0: Yep, back know. in their neighborhood. He parks the car. The house is still, you know, partially under construction and. Um, and not looted. Not looted. And uh, he sees the neighbor who shot the guy who was looking out for you. You know, as much as you despise him for whatever reason, he was trying to help you and he was looking for you to help him out by saying, yeah, the guy had a gun and you know, uh, trying to, you know, look, look out for each other, but you were too, they're trying to say that he was too high. like, oh, I'm better than you, and I'm, I, I lied, and this is bad. You know, now they have, now they're not friends anymore. You can see them looking at each other across the yard, you know, like, like, oh, we can't, we can't go back to the way we were, you know, yeah. because of all this bad stuff that happened in a 48-hour period, <laughs> you know?
1: And uh, you know, and, and there's no explanation for why it goes out, and I guess that's not the point. Why this thing happens? There doesn't need or to how be how it resolved. That, there, yeah, you're right. There's no, there's no need for that. Um, but again, it, uh, it, it, the compression of the crisis bugs just, me. just really felt, yeah, problematic.
0: It was probably it was it was too. I mean, it, if there was build up to these scenarios, I'd be a little more forgiving.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like but if their like was. if their water went out. Like, do you remember if their water went out? I don't remember their water going out. If suddenly there's no more water in the house, and you've got three days, you know, where you, suddenly water's an issue in Los Angeles, which is frankly built on a desert. I can see shit going sideways with water much faster than electricity. Well,
0: we don't know because they left so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said again uh, faithful viewers and listeners you could probably skip this one yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again why did you re- why did we review it because again my memory is failing me yeah. I, I it it wasn't it, uh, thinking back to it it was I thought it was better than I, I knew it wasn't always a it wasn't a great film and I always. I guess I kind of had a uh an idealistic memory of oh well it kind of shows like the social breakdown and how things break down real quick and that's pretty apocalyptic in time. And it is, you know, the subject matter is like showing how things break down when things break down. That's why I wanted to do the movie, but then looking at it again twenty two years later, I'm like, yeah, it really wasn't good. And I kind of remember not liking it back then. So but Again, I thought the subject was kind of on topic uh, because of how people act, and and again, I think the things that happen to these people in a collapse scenario would happen to people. You know, I think you would see you would see these type of things happening, but since they did it, like you said, in such an accelerated timeline, it felt it felt very short because it seemed too unrealistic and it wasn't that entertaining. It was, again, very shallow.
1: Yeah. Um, I'd like to propose that we go look at some of the, some of our uh, other Netflix available uh, apocalypse that are out there, like uh, what still remains, which is from just last year. And um, the other one was, is uh, this is how it ends or how it ends, I guess. Um, uh, there's a couple of others that I could uh, want to point out, but there's, there is a, uh, a new crop of uh, first pop Oh, corn. there,
0: there's a bunch of stuff, you know, there's uh, the, not well received bird box. Uh, there yeah. is uh, one. I pointed out the Scott the other day, IO uh, yeah. abandoning earth uh, kind of scenario. There, there's, a, there's a bunch of stuff out there and we're going to, we're going to do some of these and we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff. We're going to save a lot of that stuff for the off topic subject because yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot out there. You know? Yeah.
1: There's a Z for Zachariah that's available. Um, it's another decent, I think that has Chris Pine in it, if you can believe that. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a number of interesting small oh,
0: Chris, Pine, Chris Pine was also in uh, carriers.
1: Yes, he was. So he's clearly, he's clearly filling his uh, post-apocalyptic punch card, you know, yes. his dance card, Yeah, uh, which is good. It's good. More of that, please. Um, but uh, yeah, you're you're better off with those. I will. I do want to boost some of those uh, later, especially uh, what still remains, which was a really interesting, a really interesting, low, super low budget film. Um, thought I have really good thoughts about that. Yeah. So so it, how it ends is a little bit bigger budget and a little bit more, you know, over the top. Yeah.
0: So that's it, folks. The Trigger Effect, um, in theory, and concept uh it, it was a pretty good idea uh it just uh the execution was poor uh on that one so it wasn't that good again it's on netflix right now if you want to see for yourself please do but we think we think you could skip that one and again we haven't really done a lot of reviews where we tell people to skip it <laughs> so i don't yeah. think we've ever, i don't think we've ever told anybody to skip it because <clears throat> normally we do uh things we want to recommend uh but again i had this wild idea that i wanted to do this movie because i again thinking back in my memory, like, oh, this would be a, this would, oh, because of the breakdowns aside, this is going to be a great idea. It really wasn't, but that's okay. You know what? They, again, like I said, they all can't be winners, so.
1: Not this time. Not we this time. To bring you much better films, or at least a film we can argue about. I, I kind of, I kind of hope <laughs> we're waiting for Jared to see a couple of the ones that I'm ahead of him on and see if, see if you just completely go, no, Glancy, you're, were you hitting the head before you watch the movie? You know um, and see whether or not uh, we agree on everything
0: yeah yeah. yeah. so we'll uh, we'll take a look at that we'll talk about that like on another off topic and he like said we got plenty of movies to review I, I don't want to skip to be known as the post apocalyptic movie review podcast so we're gonna have to come up with some other
1: there's a lot of post apocalyptic movies out there right now
0: yeah there there is so uh, but we'll talk about this stuff so all right, that's it folks uh, thank you for, uh, again, joining us. Sorry for the gap, but, you know, we ran into the holiday season and the new year, and that just kind of fucks everything up. So, uh, but we'll get back. We're gonna, like I always say, we'll get back on track. And we do for a little bit, but then something always happens. But the holidays really kind of mess you up. So um, so that's going to be it for this uh, week, folks. And like I said, we're going to get some others out there soon. we we got some other movies lined up. We're going to do another off-topic um, installment because I got – Uh, some off-topic stuff, to we got some off-topic stuff to come about, uh, talk about, and uh, that's it, and as always, if you're watching uh, on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, please, if, uh, 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 well, I just drew a blank here, again, just be socially responsible, you know, like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, if you're listening to just the audio uh, from the blog, you know uh, you know you can subscribe by iTunes or any of the other pod feeders uh, that you use uh, you could also sign up for the newsletter on the on the blog because again blog is a central is a central hub everything gets posted out from there again YouTube just is just the vehicle for recording so you know follow the blog if you can just subscribe. by you know we don't send anything extra It's just when I make a post it, it's just so you know what's going on so uh, and that's it folks uh, as always uh, we thank you for your time, uh, for uh, joining us uh, today or whenever whenever you're listening, uh, and uh, we'll uh, be back soon. So uh, good day, not good night, good day, and uh, we will see you on the Wastelands.